Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing. I'm tired. (laughs) It was like, I think I feel, I feel like I should leave that silence, and we were in silence for a good, like, 15 seconds, and I was waiting for Holly to say something, and then... I got nothing. I was trying to think of something to say, but I didn't have the energy to do my usual song and dance. So I got exciting news. I am a happy camper because I finally got in with my tattoo artist after like four million years. Finally. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't go and it's fine. I'm I'm sorry. I definitely (laughs) picked that date knowing that like you had something. I was like, there's something going on that week, but I couldn't remember it. And then, cause I had to pick three days and then they picked that one. So yeah, but I'm so pumped. I'll live. Guys, I tried to get in with her in December and I wasn't able to get in because she's just a top tier artist and very busy. And then I, she opened her books again at the beginning of June and I just got the email today and I literally shit myself. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. That's been like two weeks. Yeah. I'm so excited. You deserve it. Treat yourself. So fucking pumped. I was like, I sent her all of my money. I was like, just take it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm so ready for it. Did you see I my switch from cider to back ones this year? I am both excited because I love going to see my artists and also terrified because I picked the shittiest spots for last. Yeah, that's a, you done goof that one. You should always I do those first. Up. Where are you putting yours? Sorry, what did you ask? You asked me something. <laughs> Somewhere on my forearm. Okay. Yeah, and no, I asked him, like, why wouldn't you do the tough ones first? Um, honestly, I never planned on going that far up. I was going to oh, stop, like, okay. at my elbow. So this is all just, like, I'm winging it at this yeah. point. <laughs> but now we have empty spots they have to fill, so. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't think it would get to that point. But you start to stare at them, and you're like, hmm. Mm, this ain't right. That needs a something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Yay, positive things. Yay, that's all the positive I got for you guys. Yeah, yeah we do have, like like tiny negative news it's i mean mean, it's not negative it's positive for us so we're taking a little summer vacay we've mentioned this a couple times but Mm -hmm. it's a fish um because this bitch goes back to work on my oh my god when this podcast is out guys i'm at work (laughs) oh that's gonna suck so bad so if it's late i'm sorry sorry. (laughs) (laughs) give her some patience or maybe i can post it or something we'll We'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out but yeah poor danielle is going back to work so i'm having a drink in her honor tonight you are her drink is like fancy as fuck guys yeah i made a really fancy drink there's like cucumbers in there and what'd you say mint oh basil yeah i wanted the mint but the mint is not like grown enough yet it's from the backyard oh you fancy guys i'm growing tomatoes i have a tomato plant growing (laughs) on my porch you have to make me like tomato sauce or something when it's done. Oh my god, it's growing. Salsa I don't see any tomatoes yet, guys. My my parents have like the nicest neighbors, and I was walking in my parents' backyard, and they have like bins of like herbs they're growing and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. growing tomatoes. So I was like to my mom, I was like, "Oh my god, you're growing tomatoes!" And their neighbor was out in the back, and she's like, "I have tomatoes. You want some?" And she threw a tomato plant at me, literally. Amazing. Yeah, so they gave me a tomato plant. That's so nice. Yeah. That's where the, my mom to got it too. Something. I am trying once again to grow carrots. I don't have high expectations. <laughs> Every year I've gotten a little better. So yeah. like, I'm really hoping this is the year. And I bought mini carrots, hoping that like it'll help in case my garden's not deep enough or whatever. Um, so wish me luck. Maybe you did <laughs> grow like really good carrots and then the bunnies just stole it. That's what I'm going to tell myself. Yeah. Last year's were like edible. They were just really, really tiny. tiny. Yeah. They tasted fine. Rupert and I shared them. Um, Wait, what were we talking about before this? our vacation this right. is where we're at this is why we're taking a vacation because mm-hmm. 
our minds are just yeah yeah i need to find a balance because guys i my i'm i'm technically hybrid but i'm in the office three days one week and the next week two days but i work one one drive to my work is an hour and 20 minutes so yeah it's brutal i need to get back into a routine and i am not going to commit to an episode because i don't want to disappoint anybody so (laughs) (laughs) we'll just take a summer vacay we're aiming for two weeks but like bear with us we're gonna you know give danielle some patience Mm. momming is hard working is hard life sucks yeah (laughs) women who do podcasts have a full-time job and have a child i envy you because i uh, cannot do it i can't do it it's exhausting but we'll keep you updated um i'll try to post every so often we're gonna go to like this witch market thing in toronto so maybe mm-hmm. we'll post some stuff from that i'm really excited to do that um we should like make little business cards and i was thinking of that putting like out. a qr code or something yeah, how fun would that be link it to that i was thinking about doing that yeah let's, let's do, do it, it. let's okay. do it but yeah so everybody wish danielle luck everybody have a drink for danielle i don't care if it's monday at 8 a.m have a drink for danielle yes please and thank you because i'm gonna and need it thoughts and prayers to satan because i don't i'm i'm stressed for her i was like i've been so worried for like all month about it i just know it's gonna not be great you're gonna yeah. do fine you will adjust i know you will adjust it's just it's gonna just, be it's gonna suck for like a bit yeah <laughs> but like work in general sucks so. yeah. i feel like i'm not as stressed because i'm going away this weekend yes so i've just been you have a nice that. weekend before you go that'll yeah, be nice. i'm going up north guys gonna go sit in a lake and be live in a cabin it's gonna be great soak in all the all the good positive vibes before your soul gets eaten alive by the corporate world literally (laughs) it's gonna be so sad oh i'm sorry i'm probably making you more stressed i gotta stop but i'm like genuinely not happy for you honestly i'm not even thinking about that's like you uh holly was like i'm stressed for you that i'm having a drink and i'm like i feel like you're more stressed than i am right now just wait until sunday night i'm gonna be a mess i just don't want danielle to be upset you know and i know like the first day is not gonna be great yeah. Like, it's going to be good. You're not going to die. No one's going to die. There's not going to be any fires or anything, but it's just going to be, like, grumpy, you know? Yeah, and people at work just don't talk to me. <laughs> Fair warning. Just bring, bring coffee and, like, snacks, and that's it. Don't say a word. Just yeah. bring offerings. <laughs> that's that's all I want. But, yeah, that's... Uh, Fuck work. Fuck work. I'm already a little bit tipsy. I'm not going to lie. I love that. I'm here for <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't drink very often anymore. Mm, yeah. I. Oh, my God. We went away on monday sorry guys another side note went away on monday and we went to we ended up being at a casino and so my mom was watching river and i went downstairs and like i have never had so many drinks before (laughs) like since i was pregnant like i had like three three drinks i had two glasses of wine and stroke got me rum and coke i could not function i was I is that why you were so dead the next day i lost all of my money i died the next day literally she sent me a snapchat from bed at like nine <laughs> I was like, it's vacation for you yeah i was like i am dead and i stayed up to like 2 30 in the morning you, you might actually die for your bachelorette then yeah i probably i'll have like three drinks and i'll i'll be dancing on some stripper pole somewhere on the bright side it'll be like the cheapest bachelorette ever yes <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring all That's of the alcohol. with me. <laughs> I'll bring all the alcohol and everyone else can just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we'll get this shit show on the road. Let's do it. I'm going first, right? We discussed this yeah, and I already Yeah, I forgot. think we discussed this. If it's wrong, we're only a little bit sorry. It's, I'm not sorry at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's my She's podcast. Like, don't speak for me. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not sorry, guys. Um, so Holly, I'm sorry if you hear tinkling. I thought it was wise to use a stainless steel straw. It was not wise. And now she's gonna play with it the whole time. So she's gonna no. Like, I'm gonna play with other things. Other things. Oh, a spread, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Holly asked, and you guys are all receiving. So we are talking about the Chelsea Hotel. Yay! Thank you. You're welcome. It's like my birthday. <laughs> I feel like your birthday's a bit better than the Chelsea Hotel, but sure. <laughs> Whatever. You I spent sp- the gift of doing the episode. Come on. Fair, fair. <laughs> but like your birthday will be better, I promise. Um, so the hotel goes by a few names. So like the Chelsea Hotel, Hotel Chelsea, or just the Chelsea because it's in New York. So it has to be fancy. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's located in Manhattan, New York. It was built in 1883 and officially opened in 1884. For many, many years, it was run as a like, sort of like a co-op and it accepted like long-term residents. They were almost like private apartments. Uh, it's ha- it housed like a lot of famous artists and musicians and like actors and stuff in its time. The list is like, feel I feel like it's like never ending, but I'm going to yeah. <laughs> include some names. So we have like Mark Twain, Bob Dylan, Dylan Thomas, Patti Smith, Janis Joplin, uh, Leonard Cohen, Thomas Wolfe, Andy Warhol, Madonna, Uma Thurman, Russell Brand, Ethan Hawke, Jim Morrison. I wrote. I feel Sh- like if you didn't stay at the Chelsea, you're just a big loser. <laughs> Literally, I wrote. So Cher stayed there, but it autocorrected to Chew. Um, <laughs> didn't realize that until now. Our Queen Chew. Our Queen Chew. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, and as Holly mentioned, Sid Vicious. So Madonna oh. actually like lived there in the hotel, and same with Janis Joplin and Leonard Cohen. Janis and Leonard actually had an affair there in 1968. Oh. Apparently, it's like said in one of his songs. I was going to say, I think I read somewhere that he, like, wrote a song based on their time together there. Yeah. So. Cute. That's kind of crazy. I just mentioned all the ones that I know of. There's, like, a never-ending list, so. We just picked the highlights. Yeah, pick the highlights. I'm already yawning. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> a sleepy bitch. That's who it is. <laughs> I pre-napped this. Stuart got home. Did you really? Yeah, I made dinner, and it was, like, 6 o'clock. Dinner was done. We all ate, and I was like, Stuart, can I just go, like, nap? And I napped until 7 amazing it was I love great that for you yeah still not enough obviously but i love that for you no not enough it's never enough um so it then became a hotel around 1905 it still maintained like the long-term residence but opened as a hotel as well so they still had, like the co-op and like apartment style but then hotel the hotel has 12 stories and it's your typical like new york style building it has red brick and like a victorian gothic style vibe yeah um it's really pretty i love it over the entranceway <laughs> is super iconic. Oh the, like the uh, canopy or whatever over yeah. the, the entranceway there. Like the skinny entrance and just like yeah. the canopy. Yeah. And apparently inside there's like a spiral staircase that goes like straight up all floors, but you can only access it. I don't know if you have to like live there or if you have to be like, you have like a room. So you have to like, eh, like put in your key to be able to go up these stairs oh, kind of thing. Fancy. Yeah. Um, so over the years there was artwork displayed on the, on like the staircase and the hallways. Like that's what it's kind of like huge for like these random pieces of artwork absolutely everywhere throughout the building. Um, I believe most of them were taken down during renos in 2011. They just didn't want to ruin them. I don't know if they Mm -hmm. put them back up. The hotel has seen many owners over its years and was closed for quite some time for renos, but it actually opened up back at, um, just in February of 2022. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know it was closed even. Yeah. So they closed it for renos. Like they did like the whole thing kind of deal. Um, so I'm not sure what it looks like in there now because it's just recently opened. And like I went through the owners and there's nothing like super fancy about them. Mm -hmm. It's just like your typical owners. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) 
Um, according to reports, it's actually not the most haunted place in, in New York. It's oh, wow. the second hauntest. Wow. Hauntest. Second haunted? Ha- haunted? 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 Second most haunted, I think is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already down two drinks and we just started. So it made sense in my head and it didn't make sense when it came out. <laughs> Um, so the first actually like biggest haunting in New York is the New York library. Lame. Mm-hmm. Who haunts a library? Probably you, to be honest. Yeah, it would be me actually. Have you not seen, um, oh my God, Goosebumps? In the haunted the library? No, the no, like one of the old shows. Oh no. Or even like the books. There's like the, is he a moth or something? <laughs> or is he a lizard? I don't know. The librarian eats people. <laughs> Do you remember the the book series where it's like my teacher is cupid or like the werewolf next door yeah oh my ba- god bailey street kids something that- like that yeah oh, that was so good those are my favorite so okay, good off- yeah off topic but very good books we had like a lot of good books growing up <laughs> and they were all spooky did you did you notice that there was mm-hmm. the, like the sunwing batwing yeah. series i had twilight. all of those <laughs> fuck twilight <laughs> <laughs> spooky i had to yeah you're so annoying and i love you for it (laughs) (laughs) um so we're just gonna talk about some of the ghosts there that are residing in this place um charles r jackson he was a writer and known for his book the lost weekend never read it no idea (laughs) Um, charles committed (laughs) sounds all right sounds all right last weekend same (laughs) me pre-baby i lost all of my weekends because i was wasted all the time um, so, so Charles committed suicide in his room in the hotel on September 21st, 1968. Um, so he's supposed to be seen throughout the hotel. There is Mary. So the hotel became a place to house survivors of the Titanic sinking in 1912. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mary was, a, yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, Mary was a survivor. However, she lost her husband when the ship sank. Apparently Mary became extremely depressed and just didn't like do well after losing her husband um mary committed suicide in her room on the fifth floor her ghost is seen um the most throughout the hotel and mainly on the fifth floor um she can be seen in the west end of the building and if you stay on the floor like the fifth floor she can also be seen like in the mirrors so either she's yeah she either stands behind you while you're like looking into a mirror like a horror movie jump scare literally (laughs) or you walk in and then she's kind of you can see like her silhouette and she's staring at herself in the mirror some people call her like the vain ghost yeah yeah. which is like it's kind of weird maybe she's just staring at herself because she's sad i don't know i don't think it's a vain thing i don't think it's a vain thing either i think it's a stupid name so whoever came up with it stupid (laughs) Um, leave her alone right leave her alone she's sad mary is apparently not very friendly she doesn't cause like physical harm but she doesn't like the living apparently like she's just annoyed she's like she'll (laughs) move your shit around she's like fuck you get out of my 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 space um there's a ghost named nadia so nadia grew up in the hotel she was a daughter of a silk merchant and her family was extremely rich they lived in the suites of the hotel as nadia grew up she got involved with art and was planning on becoming an artist um until she met a guy which is like red flag (laughs) just guy in general red flag Uh, um i'm not sure of his name but he was like a songwriter and wannabe musician wannabe musician um she obviously fell in love and he wasn't by any means wealthy and her father didn't approve so she ran away and married this man as one does um she had two kids with her husband but over the years her husband became an alcoholic um they fell on hard times so nadia returned to the hotel with her family in tow and begged her dad to let them live with them her father like let them come back 
um, but made her take on a job at the hotel as like a maid. Uh, he also made her do like other side projects like sewing and stuff to like earn like an income and kind of like con- contribute to like the finances mm-hmm. of the house. Uh, over the years, Nadia got worn down and her hands apparently got really messed up from all the housework and she could no longer like do her art like she would try to, but Aww. like her hands were so fucked she wasn't able to. Um, in 1922, Nadia had hit her, like, limit and tried to cut off her hand. Um, Holy fuck. Yeah, she put it in one of those huge, like, industrial-style, like, scissors used to cut, like, bundles of, like, cloth oh. at once. You know, those huge things? So I af- think it's... Is that not called a guillotine? I have no... Or is that bl- the head-cutting-off-y one? I have no bloody idea. Ugh. Yeah, but it's, like, a big... I can picture it in my head. I have no idea what it's called. Yeah. So after she cut off her hand, she then went onto the balcony of the hotel and jumped to her death. Nadia's spirit is seen on the outside of the hotel roaming the balcony, but she's never seen it inside. So it's kind of like she's stuck. she didn't die inside, I guess, right? I guess, maybe. Maybe she's, like, literally stuck. Or maybe her dad's there, like, not letting her in. Oh, my God, that's sad. This poor girl. Right? So sad. Drink break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It, like, the wine? Yeah, it hit my tongue way too hard. I don't like red wine. It's the only one I'll drink now because I don't, it's so tang, like strong that I'll only have like one glass. Mm. I just, it smells like tequila to me and I can't. Really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-mm. It does not yeah. smell like tequila. <laughs> what wine are you getting? <laughs> Obviously the cheap shit. <laughs> yeah, you're like <laughs> the one that smells like with like tequila to me. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I honestly don't know what wine smells like. It just smells... It doesn't smell good. I don't think wine smells good at all. It doesn't smell good. No, no, not at all. That's... I don't understand when you do a wine tasting. They're like, I'm getting notes of berry. It's like, it smells like wine, which also smells like butt. Like, yeah, it smells just like alcohol. That's... I don't... <laughs> I've never understood that. I don't know how people's nose are so... Noses are so, like, in tune. I can like, smell the oak of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how many, like, shards of oak have you been sniffing in your life? <laughs> We'll just take the bottle and call it a day. Right? It's so fucking bizarre. Um, I wonder if people are lying when they say that. I feel like they are. Um, I always think that. Yeah. Especially when they pick up, like, random... I'm getting orange blossom. No, the fuck you're not. Like, what the fuck does orange blossom you're even smell like? You're drinking wine. Right? Like, <laughs> I wonder if you can give someone water and just, like, put, like, a scent oh in God. it. Oh, my God. Do, like, a, t- a test? Yeah. That'd be so funny. It'd be hilarious. We should go to a wine tasting and do that. It'd be we'd be drunk by by like the first like five minutes. Oh yeah, little. there's a reason I have never done a wine tasting. We would die. I'm not built for that kind of stuff. No, we would die. Um, so on to more ghosts. Uh, apparently, there was a medium in the hotel, and they said there's a ghost that is pretty new. And all that is really said is that they aren't usually seen. Like occasionally can be seen, but not as often. But she tried to connect with, like, certain spirits in the hotel, and this spirit would just, like, butt in every time and try to tell their story. It would just, like, kind of, like, cut in line and be like, no, it's me. My turn. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. Th- she called this spirit Larry the Hipster Ghost, which is, like, <laughs> super fitting. <laughs> I love it. Like, I feel like it'd be that annoying kid that's just, like, yeah. no idea who it is or how they'd passed or anything like that. But apparently we got a new ghost called Larry the Hipster he's annoying and he's annoying um so on the last episode holly talked about sid and nancy and her unfortunate murder that took place in this hotel 
Apparently, in that room, people have felt like chills and an overwhelming sense of dread. Nancy and Sid's spirit has been seen and heard in this hotel. Um, so Dylan Marlis Thomas, he was a poet and writer and was staying at the hotel at the time of his death. He apparently had a law, like a lifelong lung issue. I assume it was like asthma or like something mm-hmm. similar. Um, people also say he was an alcoholic and died from that. Um, but he was having major health issues when he was found. He was still alive though. And an ambulance was called and it took the ambulance more like an, more than an hour to get there, even though it was oh, only wow. like a couple of blocks away yeah it was pretty bad um he was still alive when the ambulance got to him but by the time he got to the hospital he was in a coma he ended up passing away on november 9th 1953 which was six days after arriving at the hospital his spirit has been seen at the hotel and in room 206 which is where he was staying at the time of his death um apparently people say he like died of alcoholism but then the report said that he had asthma and he had like some type of like bacterial Mm -hmm. bronchial infection so, I'm sure the the two didn't mix well. Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been reported that voices can be heard in the hallways when no one was there, and there are multiple voices heard at a time. So kind of like the spirits are having conversations, which is cool. That's um, crazy. Yeah. I always imagine ghosts are just like like having parties all the time together. Oh, right. I wonder what they're like. I do you think they they could probably see each other, right? I think I would so. Assume like, so I I picture like the movie Ghost. Oh a yeah, bit. like yeah. we just can't they, see they them. Cross but they cross paths and like yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like a whole other world just like combined. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as I said previously, the hotel was under major construction for many years. The ghosts also fucked around with those construction workers. <laughs> one worker said they were in a room that had one of those like plastic like drop cloths hanging, and something walked behind it, and no one was there. Like you could see the shadow. The worker said it wasn't human, and it moved the way a human wouldn't move. So, like, it was kind of almost, like, creeping along, but it didn't Ew. walk like a normal human. So, uh, do you I'm, think there's demons, or do you think it's a ghost just fucking with him? It's probably a demon. Because yeah. I don't think a regular ghost is that strong. Like, a regular I so spirit, either. I don't think they would be. But, Uh-oh. yeah, that's the Chelsea Hotel, you guys. So it's been closed, but think about it. It's been closed for so long with Renos. So it just recently opened up. Do you know how many fucking pissed off ghosts there probably are? So we're going to the Chelsea Hotel. We're going to the Chelsea Hotel. (laughs) So me and Stu want to go either this December or next December to New York to see... um, The big tree. Yeah. The Rockefeller tree. Yeah. So we should just stay at the hotel do it let's like you you're coming too <laughs> i know you hate christmas but you're fucking coming i guess i guess I'll you do don't it. have to go see the tree just i'll just stay in the hotel yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll bring all the ghost hunting equipment you guys go do christmas things it's fine yeah it's perfect <laughs> thanks for doing that you're welcome i didn't know that it was attached to the titanic now it feels even more special right i love that so we have to go and like i didn't know they housed survivors there which is wild yeah, I had no idea. I knew like I knew it was a big uh, like hot spot for artists and and singers and stuff like that, but I didn't know it was that. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I like that. And a lot of yeah. people have like a lot of artists have like used the hotel as like references in their songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like many of them, which is I always wonder like why do places become hot spots like that? And they're always haunted too. Do you think yeah. there's like a tie? maybe maybe there's just like so much energy there that that's what i'm thinking when they're like like, writing energy thing yeah yeah well i know what we're looking into when we get back right (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so my turn. I'm going to talk about a murder. Um, and I kind of, I, I like this one. I thought the days of like corny serial killer names from the 70s were long gone. But then I stumbled upon this guy and his name is the Amazon Review Killer. What? They're still naming them. <laughs> the Amazon um, Review Killer. The Amazon Review Killer. It's not a good name. It's not a very scary name. Does he leave reviews and then they go after the people? Is that uh, he leaves reviews. Well, we'll we'll get to it. Okay. Um, it's not like a huge part of the case, which is why I don't understand why he ended up being called that. But come on, social media, we can come up with better fucking names <laughs> than that. Like what the hell? <laughs> so that's your challenge. I'm going to tell you his murder, and then you give him a new name at the end. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> this can go um, terrible, but it'll be great. We're not going to remember. Is my guess? <laughs> no, probably not. Um. Todd Christopher Samsel was born March 7th, 1971 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, naturally. Fucking Florida. Um, <laughs> fucking Florida. Um, his parents got divorced when he was only two years old, and his mom went on to marry Carl Kolep, uh, who legally became his stepfather in 1976, and at this point he became Todd Kolep. He took the last name of his stepfather. Um, was that his choice or his mother's choice? I'm guessing it was his mother's choice, because I think she like immediately remarried. Like, I think he was still mm. a toddler. Um, I don't so know. Todd, could, like, why would you do... Like, what's the point? I don't know. I couldn't... I was wondering that, too. Like, I understand if maybe the the dad passed or, like, mm, the fair. kid was, like, 18 and decided to take on a different yeah. last name or something. But to just be like, we're married now, so you have to have the same last name. I thought yeah. that was odd. Yeah, that's very weird. Um, Unless she was kind of just making... Trying to make it easier. But, like, at least in Canada, I have two birth certificates for river one that just has his name and one that has our names on it too because me and really? Stuart don't have the same last name and we didn't want there to be an issue i didn't know that was a thing yeah i ordered two i paid for two. <laughs> oh shit well they're only gonna get a new bucks. one in a little bit <laughs> yeah seriously but that, that, uh, i don't mind because like like i only got it because i'm like if there's ever an issue because me and river technically don't have the same last name so yeah which is weird to think about um Yep. So Todd started showing disturbing behaviors at a young age. Uh, he was a bully in school and he was thrown out of the Boy Scouts for some seriously fucked up shit. Um, oh he killed a cold uh, goldfish, sorry, with bleach and shot a local dog with a BB gun. You're fucking uh, asshole. So he was kicked out of the Boy Scouts shortly after that. Yeah, no shit. Um, it turns out that a lot of this behavior was a result of abuse in the home. Um, according to FBI agent John Douglas, quote, he was abused, abandoned. Uh, his grandfather hit him with a cattle prod. By the time he was nine, he ended up in a mental hospital. He oh was God. very, very angry and combative. He really became the product of his very dysfunctional family, end quote. Um, so Todd fought for many years to go back and live with his biological father. Uh, they made him do several years of counseling to determine if that's what he really wanted, what which the fuck? is a little bit fucked up to me. But they finally obliged in 1983. Um, Todd's mother, and I think this is the only reason it ended up happening. So Todd's mother was in the middle of her second divorce and the courts decided now was a good time to send him to a different living environment. Um, so he moved to Temp- Tempe, Tempe, Arizona, Tempe. No, don't, don't look, look at me. Up. Fucking hell. I don't know why I looked at you. You're like, help me. <laughs> I am not the person. He moved to Arizona at. with his dad. Um, unfortunately, it, was, it wasn't much better for him than his mother's home. Uh, so his dad, whose name I did not look up, uh, was like the fun dad. So he taught dad how to make 
or wow he, he taught todd how to make bombs and like blow shit up in the backyard and they would shoot things together and like have a great time murka also an absent dad um so he was a bit of a ladies man and he spent many nights away from the home on dates with various women mm. uh so it was it was a weird combination of let's do all this fun fucked up shit that we probably shouldn't be doing and then i'm gonna leave you alone for like two days at a time um see some people just shouldn't be parents not procreate (laughs) Um, eventually todd begged his mom to take him back but she would keep coming up with excuses to keep him there uh this did nothing to help todd's behavioral issues and finally he snapped um i would like to say that i don't use his childhood as an excuse for what i'm about to tell you but i would say it is a contributing factor um, on November 25th, 1986, while his father was away, Todd lured a local girl out of her house saying that her boyfriend was outside and, and wanted to talk to her. Um, she walked outside of the house and he pulled out a revolver and directed her towards his house. He tied her up, taped her mouth closed and assaulted her for several hours. Um, afterwards, he walked her home and told her he would kill her family if she told anybody. So uh, you the, look at your window before you answer the door or leave. The yeah, house. I don't I couldn't figure out why she left. Um, so the the young woman he attacked was brave enough to speak up regardless. And Todd was arrested within hours of the attack. Um, at this time, he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Um, although the psychologist said that he suffered from emotional disturbances and not psychosis, which I interpreted as like, he knew what he was doing at the time. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like a, an out of body type thing. Yeah. Um, so when they asked him why he attacked the young girl, he said it was because he was angry at his father. So again, not an excuse. Yeah. But I think his childhood is a contributing factor yeah if that makes sense oh definitely Um, it is a contributing factor but he's still a fucking asshole so yeah there's there's other ways to deal with these things yeah um so a probation officer recommended that todd be tried as an adult due to the nature of the crime but todd ended up taking a plea deal which would essentially wipe the charge from his uh his record so he still had to register as a, a sex offender but the charges disappeared that's annoying i thought was really weird didn't quite understand um he was still given 15 years in prison without parole so he served those 15 years and at the sentencing for this trial the judge gave an ominous statement quote at less than the age of nine this juvenile was impulsive explosive and preoccupied with sexual content he has not changed he has been unabatedly aggressive to others and destructive of property since nursery school so basically foreshadowing that he's not going to change yeah um, he was released in August 2001 as a 30-year-old man. He moved to South Carolina, got his driver's license for the first time, and found a job using a completely fake resume um, and tried to carry on with his life. I wasn't in jail for this many years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I definitely had a job this whole time. Um, his rage could not be kept under wraps, and on November 6, 2003, he committed his first several murders. Um, so he walked into a superbike motorsports store and attempted to return a bike. Uh, when he was denied, he walked out of the store and returned with a gun. He shot and killed 30-year-old owner Scott Ponder, his 52-year-old mom Beverly, 29-year-old manager Brian Lucas, and 26-year-old mechanic Chris Sherbert. Uh, the bodies were found later that day by a customer entering the store, but at the time, Todd was long gone. He was never listed as a sp- suspect or even a person of interest, so he got away with murder for a few years here. Nobody knew he did it. 
nobody would have ever tied into it. I don't think they really had security cameras all over the place in 2003 the same way they do now. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if it's like a mom and pop shop. I don't know. Yeah. So this was an unsolved murder at the time. Nobody That's knew Todd insane. did it. Um, so he went on to get his real estate license after this in 2006, and he was able to do so because he was never charged with a sexual assault. So he obviously didn't disclose that and made it through all of the, the licensing or whatever the hell you have to do. And he became a real estate agent and he was like a really good one. He founded his own real estate company called TKA Real Estate. And it was, like I said, quite successful. He ended up purchasing his first home along with another like big plot of land in South Carolina. Um, <laughs> you're going to shake yourself at the time. Both of those properties were like under $400,000 together. I hate life. I hate it here. I hate it. <laughs> uh blah, blah, blah. now a fucking plot of land is like 600k yeah Canadian. it's fucking ridiculous so, insane um i lost my spot purchase oh so he uh he even purchased private planes and he learned how to like fly them and everything like he was just living the dream got away with murder and it's became so filthy rich isn't it annoying? So annoying i actually wrote what a dick here because i was like what the fuck this is not how karma works yeah um so he could have just lived his life and rolled in his riches till the end of his days but once again he lost control of his rage on august or sorry in august 2016 he hired 30 year old calla brown and her 32 year old boyfriend charles carver to come clean his home uh they were reported missing on september 3rd after friends and family had not heard from them for weeks spartanburg county police worked with uh like the cell phone company and determined that the cell phones were last pinged at todd's house so they never left uh weirdly enough around this time uh that the police started looking into the disappearances uh there started like uh facebook posts were popping up from calla and charles's accounts basically saying they'd run away and got married and they were fine don't come looking for them they're on their honeymoon blah blah blah. (laughs) um So the family didn't believe it, obviously, but this still slowed the investigation down a little bit uh, as they were trying to, like, confirm all the stories and everything. Yeah. Uh, However, once they investigated, they found that their apartment was abandoned with their starving dog inside. (gasps) Um, And after several weeks, there was still no sign of the couple. Finally, in November 2016, they were hired in August. So finally, in November, police went to investigate the property. What the fuck? (laughs) They discovered uh, a they large. They didn't even go up container. to be like, "Hey, hey, these these cell phones were here. Like, where are?" They? No, I think they kind of gave the like, "Well, they're fo- full grown adults." Approach, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. full grown adults go missing, copperoos, and um, it ends poorly. So they discovered a large shipping container on the property. Sorry for the tinkling. Um, <laughs> the tinkling. When she's they approached, peeing. <laughs> what's that? You're like at tinkling. She's peeing. <laughs> not yet um so they approached the shipping container and they heard banging coming from the inside uh they got it open it was padlocked i think they said there was like five padlocks on it uh so they cut the locks opened it and found calla brown inside she was chained up and in pretty rough shape she had been beaten and sexually assaulted and was kept in the shipping container for that whole time so since august holy fuck um on top of that she told police that todd shot and killed her boyfriend charles right in front of her um so todd was arrested like 
on site yeah, no and was shit. brought in for questioning. Uh, he confessed right away because, like, he's fucked. How can you? How can you deny that? Yeah. Um, he told them they could find two more bodies on his property: that of 29-year-old Johnny Joe Coxie and 26-year-old Megan Lee McCraw Coxie. They were a young married couple. Uh, they too were hired in 2015 to clean Todd's home, and neither of them had been seen since. Um, both had been shot to death and buried on the property. Um, so police at this time brought in like heavy machinery to start digging up the property. And one by one, they found all of the bodies. So Joe, Megan, Charles, they found all of the bodies. And, uh, at this time, Todd also confessed to the earlier murder at the bike store, which kind of threw them off. Cause they weren't even like thinking, thinking about that yeah. murder. Like they didn't even like ask him about it. He's just like, Oh yeah, I killed these people too. And they're like, sorry, what? Um, so I think that it took a little while for them to like, uh, like finish that case because it was so out of left field. And I believe it only ended in, no, he did get charged with the murders, but then the families got settlements Okay, from the death. Um, that's fucked. so during the investigation, the police made another horrific discovery. One that spawned, uh, spawned Todd's nickname as the Amazon review killer. So the whole time while he was kidnapping and murdering these poor people, he was leaving reviews on Amazon pages of the items he purchased to commit these murders. So under the username me, he wrote like M E me. He wrote things like quote works. Excellent. Getting the neighbor to stand still while you chase him with it is hard enough uh, without having an easy-to-use chainsaw. He posted that on a chainsaw listing. What the fuck? Uh, another one, quote, keep in car for when you have to hide the bodies and you left your full-size sho- shovel at home. And this was on, uh, like, one of those mini shovels, like a, a Doug Ford shovel. Um, so there were several Doug others. Ford shovel? Yeah, do you not remember when we had that big snowstorm? No. Google it. <laughs> right now? Do it. Doug We had that big snowstorm where we got 50 feet of snow in 10 minutes. And he, like, bless him for trying, I guess. He went out to go help people with a fucking mini shovel. What a fucking moron. (laughs) I'm watching the video now. He is such an idiot. (laughs) Everyone's like, his heart was in the right place. But fucking wall, it wasn't by a bigger shovel. Yeah. He probably was, like, on too much cocaine to re- He probably uh, thought the fucking shovel was huge, Jesus. guys. That is But, yeah, ridiculous. so that's the type of shovel that this this person left comments on. And no one, like, um, was, like, a, like, red flag. Like, the people that no. sold these things were just, like, wow. Like, I don't know flag. if nobody noticed or maybe people just thought he was fucking around or I don't know what they were thinking. But someone, I don't remember how it happened. They So he was already in custody uh the the case was like doing its thing and they found this like before the trial started and they had to like prove it was him so they found the comments on the page and i think like a like someone else reading the website reported these comments and they're like this is really weird that this person's talking about murder so much yeah every one of his comments are about murder so then they like traced his account and found todd's name on the account and they were like oh fuck that's insane like yeah and I feel like, see, if I was, like, a company and I saw that, I would, like, red flag it, like, right away. I feel like this That's world has t- become too, like, blindsided. So, like, like the yeah. fucking, like, shit. Like, everyone does. Like, it's so annoying. Like, just uh, say and something. a lot of the things on Amazon, especially if they're, like, third party and stuff, there's no one really monitoring that stuff. Yeah. You know? So, it's, yeah, it's, it was very weird and scary he's, so he i sounds think like a fucking psychopath i think it was someone like like someone like you or i just scrolling it was like this guy seems fucked up i'm gonna like report him and then like they, good like, for them yeah. yeah 
So good for them. Um, so I don't know if this was him trying to leave like Easter eggs, trying to get caught. Like yeah. if that was his like a game to him or if he was just like really fucked up. I don't know if he thought it was funny. He could have just been being serious, like leaving a genuine re- review. I don't know. All of the above. Um, <laughs> On February 27th, 2017, Todd was indicted by a Spartanburg County grand jury, facing a total of 14 charges, including seven counts of murder. So that does include the bike shop. Um, On May 26th, he was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences, plus 60 additional years for the other uh, kidnapping and assault charges. Love that extra 60. uh, He's not getting out anytime soon. No. He's going to be there forever. Um, so Todd's mother passed away while the trial was taking place. They wouldn't let him go see her or the funeral, by Good. the way. Um, but before before she passed away, she got to speak with him, and she asked him how many other he's uh, other people he had killed, and he replied, "quote You do not have enough fingers." Um, so so there's more. F- What's that? There's more. There's allegedly more. So police have followed a few leads. Um, I think the most recent one was in 2018. Um, but, uh, some of them were given to them by Todd himself. So he told them they could find two bodies off of a highway, but they went to look and they couldn't find anything. So as of when the article came out that I read, there were no additional victims found, but it's heavily implied that there are some out there. That's insane. Yeah. He's crazy. He's very crazy. And I do think like his childhood was fucked up and all of that. But like, my thing is like. He managed to run a very sex- successful real estate business. He mm-hmm. became this, like, wealthy person. I think it was just, like, a sick thing for him, you know? Yeah. It was just a game. The whole thing yeah. was a game. Yeah. So really fucked up. Do you have another name for him? Could you think of one? Yeah. He's, a uh, He's the Doug Ford shovel. shovel. <laughs> he's the shovel. He's just, he's just the, the shovel. Doug Doug Ford shovel. No, he's just like a douche brigade. That's what he is. Yeah, and he looks like a douche too. Yeah, well, just well, you'll see when we do the post and all that. He looks like he looks like a former football player or something, you know? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no offense to football players. Ah, <laughs> uh, so on that note, oh, you should still be our friends while we're away. We'll still be checking in. Yeah, and we'll try our best to be back in two weeks. I have promised myself, but I like to disappoint myself too. So <laughs> it's not disappointing. You're. It's a new thing for you and it's a big deal so take all the time you need yeah because like driving is far and i want to come home and hang out with my kid and no i don't even have a child to keep alive and some weeks it's hard to get this done so i'm understanding i would like to think everybody else is understanding i think so i think everyone here is lovely everyone here's lo- i think uh when you were pregnant we said we were only gonna take a month off and we came back like six months later we're like hey it, wasn't, it was september <laughs> nice try it was three months no it was october wasn't it no what so was, oh no you're right because we we pre-spookied you're right mm-hmm. i'll give you that but it was still longer than the july month, no we left at end of june i think we left at the exact same time last year shit because i think we stopped when i went on mat leave which was yeah because it was kind of like you could go at any minute right yeah <laughs> don't want to be recording and then you go into labor yeah. <laughs> pardon me guys that is so funny <laughs> and that's the end of today's episode yeah. what a year what a year this what a year thanks for spending it with us guys yeah. but come hang out with on instagram because i still haven't done that it's uh a spooky hour podcast our twitter is at spooky hour the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at com. and i guess we'll chat soonish we'll see you soon we're gonna miss you guys yeah until then stay spooky stay spooky bye, bye.